0: If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra, and my pronouns are she, hers, and we.
1: I'm Saffa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we.
0: And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers.
1: Cheers! Okay. What are we drinking today? Well, it's a martini day. because yes. It's a beautiful day out. Yes. We've had a long day at work. Long and day. we're off for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And so we want to enjoy what we've come to find is our perfect martini oh. with a twist. Perfect. This one I've made with our normal eight to one ratio of London Dry, gin, mm-hmm. London Dry to one shot of Dolan Vermouth and six shots of orange bitters, but I painted the inside of the rims of the glasses with absinthe. Beautiful. So here This we makes go. it an
0: extra upper level martini. That's right. Oh, smell that. That's so delicious.
1: Oh, that's brilliant. You know, you just get that little bit of absinthe. Yeah, that's brilliant. Mm. It's, a, it's a delicious martini. Yeah, well it's done. perfect with a twist. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Returning Littleton, yeah. Chapter 14, mm-hmm. this one's called Coming Clean.
0: Yeah.
1: And, you know, as soon as I read the chapter title, I thought, well, Mako is the king of double meaning. Yeah, so I know. <laughs> what's going to happen this time around? So, you know, it's a introduction again to Wallace and David. Yeah. And they're in the greenhouse that we learn is on Wallace's... Partner's property, yeah, his husband's. Turns out it's his husband, yep. yeah. The college professor, Doctor Curtis, and there's a little dirt play in the greenhouse because they strip down to their naked
0: to bodies, their, to uh, their b- you know diaper bottoms, Yep. And their excuse that Wallace uses it got hot, and he uh, what's and, in the greenhouse? And he liked the he liked the earthy connection he liked
1: the idea of being naked in the dirt and that, yeah now the image that Mako paints because he's a wordsmith yes and he lingers through this moment in the book where it's really all about the aromas in yeah the basil the cardamom yeah, the aromas in the spicy, greenhouse right? nutty. Like, yeah and so it's really an expression of a fetish right yeah That's, because like, this is something you do like you love the way I smell and,
0: yeah, you, you know, actually so, smell. I know it's pheromones are part of that, but yeah the reality is you actually smell like delicious, like like attractive, edible. Yeah. yeah. And that's olfactory is a big deal for lots Olf, of people. It's called olfactophilia. Olfacto Olfacto
1: like olfactory for mm-hmm.
0: the um, olfacto
1: philia the, 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 the cells, right? The olfactory cells, and then philia is to like or to love, just a yeah. love smell, yeah. olfactophilia. And these aromas that Mako describes in the greenhouse, you sort of have a picture of luscious, oh, aromatic, yeah. earthy, earthy
0: organic, organic, matter. organic
1: experience, right? Mm-hmm. And Wallace is into this and he likes to get down and dirty. He likes to dig in the dirt naked. Yeah. And he's a big hairy dude and he, that's what he's doing. So yeah. he's basically in his diaper they both strip down to their diapers and they start, you know, doing what they're they doing. They actually in the dirt.
0: planted seeds and stuff, yeah. Yeah.
1: They start having a little sand fight. Dirt gluts. A little yeah. dirt glots. So you can again like imagine the experience of two naked diapered college littles. age kids, littles, playing in the dirt and fighting with dirt, right? So yeah. it's very it's a very like
0: childhood playful thing. childhood, childhood
1: mm. experience, right? The husband puts his head in and says come for dinner basically. And it's kind of
0: already kind of like mm, he's sort of like a you know, yeah. got that stink eye going on because they're <laughs> getting dirty.
1: Yeah. But they head in. And they're in the, filthy. And they are. And they are filthy. So in the heading in, they round them up to the bathtub. Yep. And there's a, an occurring that happens as they walk into the house mm-hmm. where Wallace does this little like scratches ear like a puppy because he talked about his dirty paws Mm -hmm. and he scratches ear like a puppy and you were like, oh, puppy play. And it turns out that Wallace has another persona Mm -hmm. as a puppy that he goes by the name of... Scamper. Scamper, yeah. Anyway, that goes on in a little more detail later, but they go up to the bathtub, they got a big bathtub and, you know, the husband, he gets related to David... And there's this conversation occurring, like sometimes I call him Daddy, says Wallace, and David's trying to figure out how do I address him and he ends up occurring to him as Uncle Mike. Mm-hmm. Uncle Michael, Uncle Mike. But what he's doing is he's getting them undressed into the bathtub. Yeah. You know? Caregiver. Caregiver. Elder caregiver, very much dominant. So you can see this DS dynamic occurring between Wallace and mm-hmm. and him. And you see it in like a puppy play, little play. Yeah,
0: but it's kind of
1: That's morphs all, back and forth. It's all DS, right? It's all right. A, like a maybe a discipline based dynamic, maybe just a control power yeah. exchange. But it's all there, and he sort of gets the kid, the the, the the kids, the the littles get in the bathtub, and they're playing with each other's cocks with their feet. And Uncle Mike is like, "Oh, come on now, boys, let's get you cleaned up." And so he starts washing them. And he has a meal on the edge of the tub, and then he strokes them both off. Yeah. And meantime, he's his shirt's getting wet, and his knees are getting wet because these these kids are splashing in the bathtub. Yeah. Eventually, they're downstairs for dinner, Mm -hmm. and we see two things happen. Wallace gets like a little kid's plate, little kid's place setting, Mm -hmm. and Uncle Matt doesn't know whether David should have that or not, so he gives him a regular place setting. And then there's a whole thing that's happening at dinner. Where again, you see this sort of little big behavior occurring. Eat your vegetables, you know, yeah. no dessert before you eat your vegetables. Right. I could not think of Pink Floyd. How can you have your pudding if you ain't eat your meat? <laughs> <laughs> but they sort of get through dinner and they're getting to the end of dinner. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, David is like aware of his breakdown with Aiden.
0: Yeah. So they ask him what's wrong, basically. And he shares that he's, he's basically heart, has guilt he's about soul. Aiden.
1: Yeah. So they first were talking about inviting Aiden over and that's when David sort of got present to that.
0: And he was also during that time when they were talking about it, he was saying, Well, I don't know if Aiden really wants right, to do this right. or he doesn't really want to be around me or da, da 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 da, right? And so I think he was already trying to find ways of them not to invite. Yeah. Like, don't ruin it for me kind of right. thing. And he's being a dick is what he is. And so <laughs> basically he has an epiphany. It's interesting because during this moment when this conversation came up, which is really an integral conversation, Wallace was all over that shit. And then Michael was too. Like they live by a certain standard for sure. Well, it sounds They like- were like, you need to deal with this. And they actually dropped roles. Like they became, yeah. I heard Wallace become an equal almost topping to David saying how you need to get your shit together. You need to figure this out. You can't right. leave this
1: open-ended. Right. So they announced that they're polyamorous. Yes. Right. And what they are getting at. I thought
0: that earlier on. You need to pick
1: that up earlier. Yeah. But what you, but what you're getting at is it's ethical non-monogamy.
0: Yes. Them. That's yes. what polyamory is. Yes. Right.
1: And. You know, you're with him and yet you're
0: doing people on the backside. That's like totally out of, out out, of whack. Out of,
1: it's out of whack. Yeah. It's out of ethics. So really it's a. Another chapter where we get to see the exploration of relationship in different dynamics. I love
0: this part of it because the ethical non-monogamy with whatever agreements you have in place as a group, right? Mm. It works because there's communication and there's been agreements made. Right. It's when people just go off the rails and I'm, well, screw you. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to do it you know like even in my past relationships i said you know if you're going to do something tell me ahead give me the courtesy to be integral in what we've created because then it will come to an end mm-hmm. but that i can respect that because of because people grow and change i would hope that i was growing and changing with my partner cuz that's how you stay connected right But I also knew that what if I thought it was one thing and their viewpoint was different and I didn't know there was a problem until it's too late. It doesn't mean that I can fix it per se, but it also means I can understand why, you know, and that gives you completion on relationship. Otherwise, it's not complete. If it's just random, it doesn't get complete.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, I think this is the thing. This is in many ways how we got to what our kink really is, which is communication Totally right, because and this relationship structure in this chapter sort of gets at the heart of it. When there's essentially integrity in the ethics of the relationship, yeah, then you can let go. It gives of you a
0: lot of freedom actually story. inside of it. People think, yeah. well, it's constraining because you have agreements, but yeah. <laughs> really, no. like things that are not on your plate, are you really like looking to? Do them just to defy your other partner, even though they're things you're not that wanting to do or whatever, but because they're off the plate, uh, that's why you're going to do them. It doesn't that's like childish, right? The idea is you want to be able to do the things you want to do because they turn you on in a way where you feel self expressed and your partner or partners support you in what you're doing because there's been agreements made.
1: That's the thing, right?
0: Right? I mean, that they can be on board, they can be on your team,
1: yeah, absolutely yeah so it's interesting because one of the thoughts we had while you were reading this chapter was it's almost like you could see David on the outside of this partnership being brought into the polycule as a member of the polycule and then being provided guidance by the polycule as to the ethics of the polycule mm-hmm. and so now he's going to have to deal with his relationship with with uh, Aiden as an impact of that mm-hmm. and you know. That's how you keep the happy family happy. So the chapter's called Coming Clean. And, and it so, totally fits. Totally fits because they had a bath.
0: They had a bath. And then
1: they, you get sorted out in your relationship. And,
0: shop, and that, so. and it's key because the bath time was when they first started talking about Aiden. Yes. Right? And then there was pushback from David yeah. on that, right? Yes. And then you get to the end where he has to come clean with who he is in relationship with Aiden. And, you know, he's not downplaying aiden at this point he realized no. he's hurt aiden yes so like those two instances are like it brings the story the tub clean mm-hmm. brings it through the the chapter but then the two incidents that are attached to that are interesting
1: very yeah we aren't resolved in this because we don't know what the resolution is because mm-hmm. the chapter ends when david goes off to get with aiden mm-hmm. yeah so we'll see what happens mm-hmm. next
0: that's it for today